1: Hey guys, just wanted to let you know that this episode is about discipline and punishment. Adam and I aren't endorsing or advocating for any specific type of discipline, and the fact is that we're just really trying to figure it all out for ourselves. We do know that this can be a sensitive topic for people, so please make sure to take care during the episode or maybe skip this one if it's something that might be triggering or especially sensitive to you. As always, we're so happy to be in this together. We're here for you. We feel so incredibly blessed that we can discuss all of these topics with you without judgment and are just trying to all tell our stories and be in this together. Please enjoy listening.
0: Guys, welcome to Manager Martinez. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. I have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking this beer, and it's really bad.
1: What are you? Oh, I guess you don't want to say the name.
0: I don't even know. It's oh. some like it's B I E R, so a German a b- beer. B- yeah, 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 yeah. not not a fan. Oh,
1: so why are you drinking it?
0: I well, I have so much to do tomorrow. I'm trying to be good, so I'm drinking beer, not uh, liquor. And it's my only choice because this is all I have. I think some we don't m-
1: have any wine or anything.
0: Yeah, maybe well, is it too late to like switch?: from No, being on wine?
1: not if you're going to be miserable.
0: I'm not going to be miserable. Don't get me wrong. it's fine. Oh. like I'm not going to throw up or for a minute or anything, but
1: oh. it, <laughs> Just, no, no bueno No bueno. Okay,. Yeah. Um, a lot of feedback from the Hannah episode. People loved it, but also a lot of feedback that people are very upset that we don't fart in front of each other.
0: Well, those people can.
1: <laughs> people were like, "How do you do that?" And I have to say, obviously, that's not. There are times when you probably blame it on the dogs or something <laughs> or the kids. I don't. Do that. I just
0: don't. <laughs> I I'm very. I have control.
1: Uh, okay. Well, what about? I mean, it happens, and people are like, "There's no way you don't ever fart in front of each other." <laughs> And they're right. Listen, we don't just don't do it on purpose.
0: Look, we all have our faults and it happens sometimes. <laughs>
1: oh <God. laughs> uh, and po- so. like pooping and stuff like that kind of They, they were People were very concerned.
0: That concerned?
1: A little bit. A little bit. They're like, are you constipated because you can't do it when you're <laughs> on vacation in front of each other? Are you, or is it okay? Are no, you, you able got, to clean you, yourself out you, enough? You
0: take a walk, you know. Go do your own thing, and that's all. Be by yourself.
1: Take a walk. We're th- like into the woods. Oh, you're
0: saying to poop? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay.
1: Take a walk. What would you leave? If we were in a hotel room together, would you leave the hotel room to fart? No, and come I would. back in?
0: I would not. I would. So what I do you do? Like,
1: Do it so that it comes up and then it gurgles in your stomach?
0: I save my wine corks, and, I <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I use them for. <laughs>
1: that's fantastic, because I often <laughs> smell those wine corks. Just to get a sense of (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right (laughs) well speaking of farting that is your uh worst discipline and punishment you could possibly imagine i should just do that when i'm angry at you all
0: right no need for divorce (laughs) we're past that
1: all right i thought we would talk about we on when we were on jody and celia's episode
0: uh wait did anybody say anything about hannah hannah's um interview like with Things she was talking about. Was it relatable? Was it not relatable?
1: Yeah, people loved it. They thought she was hilarious. She is hilarious.
0: I know she is, but what she was talking about, like you and I were so foreign to us. No,
1: it was foreign to you. Well, you were the one confused.
0: Oh, excuse me?
1: I mean, I got what she was saying. Okay. I had, she needed to explain it, but she did a good job explaining it. Yes, she was great. People loved the episode. It was a great episode if you haven't listened Go listen; it's super fun. And uh, us on her podcast was really fun too. So fun, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. and we're gonna go. I want to go see her stand up soon. And I'm not going to tell now, but we have some other really exciting episodes um, plans. I don't know when they'll be released, but a lot of good stuff happening.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, You're gonna tell me. I think
1: I think you know if you weren't ignoring me when I texted you. Mm, So yeah. Okay, so. Discipline and punishment. Yeah, mm-hmm. not uh, just in the bedroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, to start it out as usual, you asked me some questions, and a, a few of these questions were about my past and how I was disciplined as a child in school and elementary school. And I have a really bad memory. Not not that things were bad. I I have trouble remembering things from my childhood
1: which i've said before a therapist would do all kinds of <laughs> analysis on that
0: um so what i did was i went to my mom
1: oh you did and i
0: interviewed her these questions well, you can't for this ask your parent about what discipline well, i was thought like. it would be kind of fun but well, i say interview i didn't like sit down for an hour and like i just went up to her and asked her a couple questions and wanted some feedback from her to better because i i really don't remember things that well So I thought it'd be fun to just get her point of view to answer it. Well, let's get into it. Okay. Yeah, it's like when I said when I bad idea.
1: No, great idea. No, I'm I'm saying though, like when I when we were on our episode talking with my parents, and I said to my mom that she sometimes spanked us, even though you know I I get it was different time and everything. She's like, I did not. I'm like, yes, you did, because. They remember it a different way. (laughs) So, uh, okay. So, yeah. Go ahead. Whatever I asked you.
0: (laughs) You asked me what discipline was like growing up in my household. If my mom was different than my dad, did they do things differently? Were they effective? Why or why not? So on and so on.
1: And we grew up in the 80s and 90s. So it was a different... Time, as far as discipline goes, a a lot more was acceptable than is today.
0: Yeah, but it's not even the 90s because we're talking about childhood. That's the early 80s. We were born in 77, so we were kids in 82, 83, you know. Yeah, but a lot of stuff that
1: parents did back then, you could now get in a lot of trouble for.
0: Right. Yeah. Like handcuffing your child to the banister. Okay. (laughs) We'll get into that. (laughs) So I asked my mom what was discipline like for me as a kid? And I was really kind of, I wasn't nervous to ask, but I knew what I was going to get because I was a, I was a bad kid, but I, I had, you know, attention issues, uh, ADD type things. You know, I was kind of ramping around the house wherever I was. So I know that I was a troubling child. And so Maybe that's why I blocked it out. I don't know. I don't know. So I was kind of nervous asking my mom to re- recollect, you know, like these memories. <laughs> so I wanted to know how she dealt with that. What did she, what did they do when I was bad? And, and she said it, it was nothing as crazy as, as I thought. Cause I, I think back now, like if I was my child, I would beat the shit out of me no
1: you god (laughs) damn it i knew this was gonna happen no you wouldn't there will be no beating the shit out of anybody i said me no you are not Just myself fine if you get taken away by the authorities there's nothing i can do about it
0: i'll be taken away if i beat my own self up
1: well you're saying if you had a kid like you
0: (laughs) uh you know what i'm saying okay like that's how this is
1: what worried with me with this episode i I was like maybe we shouldn't even do it because i I, know you're gonna be like kick the crap out of him beat the shit out. okay
0: First and foremost, we don't beat our children, okay? Is that a good like way to make sure nobody thinks No, we, we
1: don't, but there are times when the anger is so there that, you know, I whoo, <laughs> but we don't.
0: All right, so as far as discipline, just and if, oh, wait, okay. I'm
1: sorry. Can I just can I just add one yep. more thing in there? I, like I said, I'm not angry at my... I'll get into this more, but I'm not angry at my mom for spanking me when I was no, at... Of I, not. Yeah, I I course Well, don't say of course not because people are very against it and everything. Well,
0: uh, uh, there's levels. Right. So... Right.
1: And she... It was a different kind of... Right. Okay. So... But I just want to say for people, you know, there are uh, I'm not... F- uh, uh, I'm not going to yeah. go there. Okay. Okay.
0: So I thought mine was going to be worse than what she was... Maybe she was hiding it. (laughs) I I don't think she was, though. I think she was being completely honest with me. And I asked, like, if, like, minimally, like, if I was just, you know, annoying and bad and that kind of thing, they would take things away from me. I I remember um, we had those big tube TVs. Remember those? They were like two hundred pounds. Like our, and it was like a thirteen or fifteen inch TV. Big tubes.
1: You had your own TV. I had my own TV in my room. For the love of God.
0: And why was that such a big deal? A b- your own TV?
1: I don't know. Back then I I had to I was in high school when I got my first TV.
0: Yeah, I had a bit maybe it was only because I didn't I don't think I watched too much TV, but I had my Nintendo hooked up to it. So okay. I mean, that's why uh-huh. But I remember getting in trouble and my dad coming in the room and unhooking everything from the back of this big tube TV and then picking up this Uh, I I don't know how much it weighed picking up this TV and carrying it out of the room when all he had to do was take out the plug (laughs) (laughs) right you wouldn't have been able to use it anyway yeah
1: but it was the effect yeah exactly right it wouldn't have been as good if he just unplugged it I guess carrying it out he probably didn't
0: know I don't think he was very you know electronically no he was not so I, I do remember that but taking things away were kind of my punishment like in the most part Um, my, you can relate to this. My mom had a thing with me because I never put my shoes where they're supposed to go, which we deal with on a daily basis. And she
1: said that was her worst. That was her biggest thing was putting that you guys didn't put your shoes where. So she was like, that's, that's your biggest thing. Holy shit.
0: (laughs) Well, things were easier back then. Right.
1: Well, she just has, she was more together as as a mom as I am. Well, so
0: my, my punishment for not doing that was to go to bed early. And she said, I learned my lesson. And I started putting my shoes because that was important to me, not going to bed so early. So it worked.
1: So what she's saying is um, they had an actual discipline method that led to you doing what you were supposed to do. And then you put your shoes away. We should try that. Yeah. We have no method for anything with no. our kids. Wait,
0: We think we do, but we don't enforce it. We'll get to that. Right. Yeah. Um, if. Billy is too loud. We apologize. The dogs are—they haven't barked in a long time on our episodes. I know. So I if feel you guys like- missed the dogs, here they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I asked her if she was a screamer or not because I don't remember that, and she said sexually or. Oh God. <laughs> she said she wants to listen to this episode. By the way. Oh. So now. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was not a screamer, but she had a tone, and she was told by that by many people, like. You know, like she didn't need to scream because of this tone she had, and I guess maybe she used that on me. I don't remember it at all, but uh, not a screamer. Um, my my most memorable discipline from my dad was being hung upside down on a doorknob by my belt buckle, my or my the the loop, the loop on your yeah, yeah. the loop on okay, my. Okay, this pants. is
1: a very famous story in your family. Yeah, that you were h- hung hanged hung. upside
0: down hanged okay from a what does that
1: mean upside down like he would put you upside down my
0: head was by the floor my feet were up in the air and the well, so doorknob... all the blood was rushing to your head <laughs> that's gravity honey that's okay, how it okay
1: i don't understand so you were so he put you on the doorknob and what you just couldn't get loose i don't
0: know this was a magic trick do you like, remember do you... no of course not
1: no don't say of course not i,
0: I was probably you blocked four. it out no I was so young like I don't know. He, uh, he, so he, he
1: took the hook t- on your belt buckle. And-
0: or just my, the back of my pants and rolled it or something. But by my pants, somehow, on the doorknob, upside down. And I stayed.
1: <laughs> you must have the worst wedgie ever. I
0: don't remember.
1: And and honestly, he could have really seriously affected your sperm level.
0: Um, I, Are you producing sperm at five or six years old? Uh, yes. Are you? Yes. All right.
1: Yes, uh, uh, J- Janet from um, the boys episode said yes at four. That all starts.
0: Huh. Okay. Wait, one last thing. Yeah. Um, if I ever wanted something, my parents would write contracts with me. No, for real. For real. That I had to sign and I had to do A, B, and C, like chores, if I want this thing. I never got a thing. <laughs> I never did the choice. right? But they held their ground, and I never got it. If I like, wanted a new bike, I had to. Do, I had to do whatever. I never did it, I didn't get the bike.
1: Okay, here's what I want to know: Were they a team? Do you remember in parenting? Like, yeah. did they? Re- I mean, not in parenting in discipline. Were they? Was it the type of thing where one would come? You know, you, they were very much like on the same page, doing everything together with discipline.
0: I don't know. Um, all I know is, you know, they both worked, it was the, mm-hmm. th- their own business. Mm-hmm. So they both worked, but my mom came home when it was, you know, to get me off the bus. So she was, you know, the stay at home mom, you know, quote unquote, after coming home from work, but I never had that wait till your dad gets home thing that never happened.
1: I'm good but at, yeah, mm-hmm. I
0: was scared of my dad to come home, even though it was never said to me because I knew when I was in trouble, I was so scared for my dad to come home. But my mom never said, wait till your dad comes home. That never happened.
1: Now that I know your mom is going to listen to this episode, I'm, it, it, it's completely shifted in a different direction. <laughs> no, she didn't <laughs> say that. She's not really
0: listening. Okay. So go ahead. Say what you want to say. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I, for me, growing, and, oh, okay. <laughs> I have another funny story that <laughs> yeah, she told me. i bet you do. Uh,
0: I had a, like a partner in crime back then. Uh, one of my best friends who lived, I think, next door and moved away when we were young too. But we were both troublemakers together, and one time he was over, and, and let me say, I didn't get hit a lot. I got hit a few times.
1: By your dad or your mom or both? both? Uh-huh.
0: My dad gave me a bloody nose once. My dad gave me like a rosy cheeks once in a while.
1: Rosy cheeks. That's a very nice <laughs> way to put it. I was trying to make it you know, right. sound nice.
0: Um, but- not a lot of hitting going on. No crazy things happening. Just a smack on the butt or once in a while, a smack in the face. In Yiddish,
1: cause... as they call it, Apache.
0: Right. Yeah. Yes. My
1: dad used to say you're going to get Apache, even though he never did it.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I think I only added it. Apache
1: and the tuchis Right. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So for all of you who don't know what that means, a smack on the ass. Yeah. yeah. Mm, all right. But yeah. tushy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Tushy. So <laughs> my mom was saying, because she, she didn't, obviously nobody likes to hit, right? But, but she was not a hitter but my friend was over and we were painting on like a toy canvas, like painting in the basement and she comes down and there's paint all over the walls, paint all over the floor. We just started painting the basement. (laughs) She was so fucking mad. She came down and smacked us both on the butt, me and my friend. And she, I don't know what happened with the other mom. I'm sure she like shook her hand and said, thank you so much for doing right, that. Back then, I think right. it was
1: different. You could smack another kid. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was on the butt. It was on nothing, you know, whatever. Right.
1: But you can't do that now. No,
0: no, no, no. Mm-hmm. But so. back
1: then, absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. I'm sorry. So I did cut you off. So where were you?
1: going? No, uh, I was just going to say growing up uh, for me. And I started with uh, us growing up because, um, <laughs> it's interesting to see how it influences your own parenting and your own discipline and stuff for my, my grandpa, you all heard my, my parents on the episodes and my dad, you know, you you heard, he's a serious guy. He, um, and he said at one point very quickly, he didn't want to, I don't think he wanted to dwell on it too much, but when he was younger, he definitely got the strap. Mm -hmm. He got, you know, the belt, the strap. Um, and I can't even imagine what he could have done to have, like not earned that, but reserved that. But it was a different generation. You know, again, they grew up, you know, his parents was during the depression and it was a different time. Uh, well, but this was
0: so the 40s.
1: Yeah, when he, yeah, when he was growing up, it was the 40s. But, you know, his dad, even before him, it was just different back then. Men, it was a different kind of emotional availability. And I think that punishment with dads and men was much different.
0: Yeah, that that was the you thought I was scared for my dad to come home. Exactly. <laughs> this it, is that was nothing,
1: right? Because there just it wasn't. They didn't have the emotional availability that I think men are starting to have now, right? And um and so he never hit us ever ever. I I can vaguely remember one time he hit me, but I can't remember anything surrounding it, and I can't remember what happened. Um, but. So with him, all our punishment, it was all guilt-based, right? It was that Jewish guilt that, um, you know, he used the big words, I'm appalled and astounded, I can't believe it, how could you? Or it was that kind of stuff. And and that was really hard, too, to have that kind of guilt because he and I were, we are opposites. I mean, the fact, people used to say to me, how are you his kid? Because... I think I I do have a lot of his traits, but I have, you know, much more profound traits that are opposite from him. Yes. So I got a lot of stuff from him, His you know, his love of the outdoors and his, I did get a lot of stuff from him, but mostly were complete opposites. So he used to say things to me like I'm really disappointed or he would just have this look on his face like he was devastated by what I had done. And mostly it was about grades because I never got good grades in school. Um you know, or spending money because we always bumped heads about spending money. Um so and and, and it got to be where um, we really when I was a teenager. Bumped heads a lot because he put me in this, no, from my perspective, he put me in this setting of everybody spends a lot of money. We, I was in private school. Everybody spends a lot of money. Everybody has, you know, a winter car, a summer car, and they're going to ski trips on the weekend. And and I was of the mentality of, like I've said before, I want that too. And he was of the mentality of, you're so lucky, can't you just concentrate on academics? So, um, I did a lot of spending and I had got a job where I was working 30, 35 hours a week when I was in high school, but that was at the cost of my grades and school. So were you
0: working that much 30.
1: I did. I worked a ton. Yeah. I worked a ton in high school, a uh, oh. junior and senior year of, of high school. I worked at banana Republic mm-hmm. in Princeton. I loved it. And, um, and so I would spend all that money, though. I didn't save it. I didn't, you know, I wasn't smart with it. It literally went back into clothes shopping or towards makeup or whatever I was, you know, spending money on. But um, but we just we couldn't understand each other at all from that perspective. He was like, why can't you just be appreciative that you're getting this education?
0: Right. And I was like, uh, well, at 17 years old, I mean, well, how my brother people- and my sister were they're not normal people right (laughs) totally true they're beyond you know (laughs) us as people totally true.
1: (laughs) and my mom was a screamer super screamer uh my like i said my friends would you know say your mom is the sweetest woman on earth and then i would get in trouble and they'd be like your mom is scary as fuck she really was Mm -hmm. she spanked sometimes and she has this really great story how she had two sisters and when they were growing up she w- She and her sisters, you know, they got spanked by my grandfather, by my Zeta, uh, and and they would when they knew he was coming in to spank them, they would stick hard covered books down their pants, <laughs> really? down you know to cover yeah, their butt, so that when he smacked them, he would get hurt from the hard books. So so
0: crazy. <coughs> you know what? I wish my, my I wish my reputation in school was like your mom's the screamer or something like that. Because that's not how my reputation went with my mom in school. Right. <laughs> They're all like, your mom's hot. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Leave me alone. <laughs>
1: well, that's a punishment of its own. Uh, right? Uh, yeah. So, and my dad and I, you know, again, he was a pulmonologist. I always smoked cigarettes. He found cigarettes everywhere throughout my house. Throughout our house, my car, in my, you know, my jacket pockets, everywhere. I I would come home, he would say, you smell like a tobacco field. It was a lot of, a lot of banging heads, a lot of, you know, back and forth of, we did not understand each other. Knowing
0: you and knowing your dad for as long as I have. I don't know how you even made it through childhood being who you are and who he is.
1: Yeah, it it was, you know, it was a lot. I always really respected him and I knew he was an incredible guy, but we really did not see eye to eye on so many things.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. We need to take a break. Oh, it's been that long. Okay. All right. So we'll be right back. Have you not checked out Duke Cannon yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Go check out Duke Cannon right now. It is the best men's grooming products I've ever found. They have these new thick, high-viscosity body wash assortments. Check these out. It's accomplishment, naval supremacy, old glory, productivity. Like always, their naming of their products are awesome. Go to DukeCannon.com now and use our promo code MARRIAGE to save 15%. That's DukeCannon.com promo code marriage, save 15% and shipping is always free over $35. Go check it out. You're going to love it. I love it. Whether it's for yourself or a man in your life, they have products for your body, for your beard, for your face, for your hair. They have different gifts and bundles, travel size stuff. You've got to go check it out now. Listen to me. DukeCannon.com promo code marriage, save 15% and free shipping over $35. All right, let's get into school discipline, because I have such varying varying degrees of how I was disciplined at school. And do you want me to start? Sure. Okay. Um, so back in elementary school, like I said, I was such an ADD kid. I was I was like a fucking jumping bean all over the place, and I, ADD wasn't a thing. In the early 80s so I don't think people knew what it was and I don't want to blame it just on that I was just like a bad annoying kid but had my good sides too and like I wanted to be good but I didn't I don't even know like I said I'm so bad at remembering my childhood your
1: good side being your eyes that teacher used to say I can't say no to those eyes well, that's according funny. to your mom
0: that's funny you say that right <laughs> because there was one teacher she said because I asked her this question too about how I was disciplined at school, and she said, "You know it wasn't anything particular- anything in particular, it wasn't anything crazy, but there was this one teacher who every kid got to be student of the week, but me. I was Aww, not allowed to be so student mean. of the week, and she was so my mom was so upset, Oh yeah, and I don't know if she said something to the teacher or whatever that's terrible and the teacher said, I can see past his eyes." And I know the kind of kid he is. And he is not going to be Student of the Week. Ugh, I did not get to be Student of the Week. That is terrible. Yeah. Isn't sad?
1: Yeah. You should talk about that in therapy next <laughs>
0: time. <laughs> is there a way to be Student of the Week now? I, I will make you Student <laughs> of the Week. You can make
1: one of those little posters. <laughs> we will have a sticker chart. We're going to do it.
0: Yeah. The worst thing that was with me was I, you know, I was loud in school. Like I would, like I was half a class clown, half a, I tried to pay attention, but that only lasted a couple of minutes. But I think that, um, the the other teachers, I thought I, I, looking back, I feel kind of bad for them to deal with a kid. Like I was like, I, if it was me as the teacher, I'd understand why I felt like the teachers didn't like me or they wouldn't always call on me or those kinds of things. But then again, there were other teachers who, like, the opposite, saw past the bad and, like, saw the good in me and wanted to help me. So I had those teachers, too. But when I got to high school, discipline was awesome. (laughs) It was so much – because I was away to boarding school. And this is when smoking was not – it was – you weren't allowed to, but it wasn't the worst thing in the world. So if you you got caught smoking on campus – Enough times they would give you, you know, uh, what we called a a work detail detention. So I lived at school. So Saturday mornings we had to wake up at 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning and go do manual labor on campus. So we had to, like, paint walls and little barns and like rake leaves and like
1: and like the beautiful fall <laughs> of your gorgeous <laughs> it was, campus It was great i've been to your boarding school yeah. it's gorgeous it was, it was amazing. it's like doing work detail on like the grounds of harvard university it was beautiful so mm-hmm. it was
0: so my punishment was because i was i got caught smoking too many times my punishment was to go do this work detail on a saturday morning who the authority was the janitor who was the groundskeeper as well and we would all just smoke butts together mm-hmm. with the janitor while we all didn't work.
1: God bless the nineties. <laughs> like God great. bless the nineties.
0: I almost looked forward to my yeah. work detail mornings because it was a way to escape. No teachers were around. We were allowed to smoke butts and we got a little activity in.
1: I love the nineties. Oh, yeah. Right. It was, right? The, it was a to- the best I know. time. It was a so 80s much too, fun. But there was something about the nineties and the, 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 it was just good.
0: Oh, and, um, one quick funny story was me and my roommate who we were like best friends, we were inseparable in at the school. And one time our most fun or our most favorite discipline, it wasn't even discipline, it was just kind of funny, where the dean of students brought us the two of us together into his office. He called us jerk offs and he said, Okay, you guys can leave now. <laughs> he, All called he, jerk-offs. he called us jerk offs. He just wanted us to know we were jerk offs. Have a nice day.
1: But you never like got threatened to get kicked out of school or anything. So now, that's the wh- thing about your high school. So you went to the Hun School of Princeton.
0: Yeah, but I went to public school all the way through up until then. And I went to public high school where they asked me not to come. They they said you should not come back. I wasn't kicked out. I was recommended not to return.
1: Right. But what what the difference is so your but your high school where you went for boarding school and everything was a lot more accepting and understanding where than where I went.
0: Mine was like the check- second chance school. A yeah, lot of people. Yeah,
1: but in a different way. I mean, because everybody who comes out of there is uh, like a fantastic human being. It's by no means. Those are probably the day students. No, 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 you know, uh, f- no. It's a special place. I, I'm saying this because if people have like kids who are sort of troubled and stuff out there, the Hunts School, like it, it is a really special place in that. They, like you said, they saw the potential in you. And I think they do that with a lot of kids. You know, there's a lot of um, kids with, uh, and it's a boarding school, so, you know, you don't have to live near there. But there are a lot of kids with learning disabilities. And, and you know, and, and a lot of my best friends went there. And I applied. I, I actually wanted to switch to there, but I didn't um, because my parents didn't want me to. But but it's a really special place, I think, that school. And, yeah. and, and the fact that your parents found it. And put you in there, I think, changed the, you know, the the, the like uh, traje- trajectory of your life. I do too. I think it yeah. brought out
0: for the for the better of me. Wait, that doesn't make sense. I think it it brought what was good in me out. Mm-hmm. Not that it changed my life like that. I just became a great person. <laughs> but without it, I don't know what where. Right, Anything. right. Yeah. It was a
1: really good find on your parents' part. But I is it. there part of you that thinks that your parents sent you there a little bit because they just were done figuring out what to do with you? No.
0: Oh. No, I asked her. <laughs>
1: oh, you knew about it.
0: I Well, you asked me that, so I asked my mom. Oh, is, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh. I asked her. Well,
1: of course she's not. I, I love you, you, Janet. But of course parents aren't going to admit to that.
0: No, I would. I would say, like... It's not the worst thing in the world to say, hey, listen, we tried everything, nothing worked, and I don't know what to do. So uh, we, this is what we had to do. Like, we're sending you for somebody else to take care of you because we obviously can't do it. If I was in that situation with my children, I'd be able to say that. So it's not like, I don't think she was hiding anything. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I think there's a way that, you you know, you could tell your child that that's positive. Mm-hmm. But what she said was that, and it was quite the opposite where my sister was going to college the same year. So she would be losing us both the same year. So she was extremely upset. Like she did not want me to go away. She did not want any part of this. And we, my, psychology, my psychologist at the time went through many of those, said to my mom, listen, you got to do what's best for him and you have to get over it stop being so upset about it this is what he needs hmm. and that's the reason that she okay. was able to send me away I,
1: it was a great decision yeah uh in my in my professional opinion right of course uh, yeah for in elementary school you know i was always the kid getting in trouble for talking i used to get my desk moved which was super humiliating i you i used to get my now they can't do this but now i used to get my desk moved into the hallway
0: sure we've all done that
1: but they can't do that now
0: no, you no can't. No way. Oh, Why
1: my is God. Why that too much, like,
0: emotional stress? Oh, uh, yo, yeah. yeah. You can't
1: do that now. But, you do know. Do they still wear w- dunce
0: caps in the corner? Yeah.
1: You're right. <laughs> no, now they have the magnet where you have to move it up or down. The clip. The clip chart. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's excruciating enough. Our kids come home crying about that. <laughs> okay. So, I can't even imagine if they had to get their desk moved into the into the hallway. No more
0: paddles in school? That doesn't mm-hmm. happen? No. No.
1: Only uh, on you porn. I <laughs> <Yes. laughs> In high school, uh, I was I was caught forging my mom's signature constantly. Really? You oh were yeah, bad. And she had a really hard signature to forge too. It was not easy. I practiced that for hours, uh, so I could leave early for work, because you had to leave school early yeah, to go to again, work. Again, public school you can't do this stuff. Private school, if you want your kid to be able to do whatever the fuck they want, private school is the way to go. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I used to g- get in trouble for that. And one time, um, you know, m- my mom came into to school for a conference and the teacher said, how's Danielle feeling? And my mom was like, she's fine. And he's like, well, she's been out of my class sick for a week and a half. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I was You're definitely, like I was, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't a, like a same kind of thing. And, and I want to say I wasn't a bad kid, but at the same time, in some ways I was. I was. Never got in trouble with the law, but I could have. We did some stupid shit when I was in high school, for Ye- sure.
0: Yeah, like l- like unlawful stupid. Sure, shit. Uh,
1: I got into cars with people who I should not have gotten into cars with. Okay. Uh oh, you're gonna say you never did
0: get into cars with people
1: who you shouldn't who were drinking who you shouldn't have gotten into cars with.
0: Um, oh, I guess maybe. Come on, yeah, really? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean.
1: There's yeah. no party that's like it's lucky I'm alive right now.
0: Um in high school maybe a handful of times. I was actually very okay about that stuff. I did a You hitchhiked. It was Princeton, New Jersey. Doesn't
1: matter. It, we, we, <laughs> Every other unsolved mysteries in high school was a kid <laughs> who hitchhiked. <laughs>
0: Listen, it was only uh half a mile and we knew we, we, we looked in the cars, made sure we thought they were okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We looked in the cars, <laughs> only vans with as windows. As long as there were no
1: people in body bags, uh, it was fine. Yeah.
0: But uh, no, but no, what I was saying was most of the stuff that I did that was bad, it was not unlawful. I, I wasn't, I didn't do a lot. I never got arrested. I, I never did those kinds of things. Like it wasn't. Like we smoked pot like that was, you know,
1: at that point you could have gotten arrested for that. I guess. Mm-hmm. But like
0: it was, we, I never vandalized. I never hurt anyone. Sure. I never, you know, those sure. kinds of, of things. of course,
1: of course. But sometimes it's a roundabout way. You know, sometimes it's that you're, you know, you're again getting into a car or you're at a party with people who you shouldn't be at a party. Listen, eh. Yeah, I definitely look back and I'm like, I'm I'm sorry, mom. I I, I shouldn't have done all that stuff. It was not yeah. smart. Uh, but another thing was that senior pranks were a really big deal at our school, like a huge deal. Okay, it was taken very seriously. Uh, like we had an assembly every morning in the auditorium, and one year the president brought out a quote unquote. So we would all converge in the assembly room, in the auditorium with the teachers, everybody, every morning. Every morning? Every morning for 15 minutes, there was assembly. It was a small, you know, we had 400 kids in the upper school. It wasn't a big deal. So, not even. So, uh, one year for senior uh, prank, and these were kids who were going to Harvard. Yale. you know, these were like kids who, you were surprised that they would do this stuff. We had an assembly one morning and the senior president... Brought out a speaker, quote unquote speaker. It was a female saying that she was talking about. You know, I don't even remember what they said she was talking about. And she came out, and it was a female stripper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they hired a stripper to come out. They hired
1: they- a stripper and their senior, uh, their senior uh, advisor. His name was Mr. Quigley. Okay. Hi, Mr. Quigley. <laughs> and they came yeah, out. was listening. And she said when she came out, "Hey, Mr. Quigley." I want to get down in Wiggly. No way. And she's stripped. Wait. So
0: what happened? So what did they? How did they respond?
1: I mean, they were pissed, but uh, he still went to.
0: Were what? they laughing? Like no, no, they were not
1: laughing. But how she was you? out there a good. Uh, they didn't know what to do, and they were super caught. Did off she guard. strip? Like she stripped completely? No, 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 no. Like a bra and underwear.
0: Oh, that's funny. That's you know. okay. You
1: say that, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, and then. Um, one year they released a hundred chickens in the school, Okay, um, That's fine. which is super dangerous too. It's not nice to the chickens.
0: <laughs> Why? They had free range to just roam. And free range chickens. In. That's yes. true. They, See? we
1: collected eggs all day. Yeah. Uh, and one year the seniors, it was really great cause we have, our school was J junior kindergarten through 12th grade. So, you know, you're talking four and five year olds that were there right. so one year uh, and we it was we had a big lawn in the center of where drop-off was and the seniors had uh, a barbecue in their underwear oh that's on, the, yeah, on the lawn oh, nice. where all the you know in the middle of winter where all yeah. the kids were coming <laughs> in so it was yeah so it was taken really seriously and you know so i got in trouble for our senior prank which actually wasn't nearly as good as the others but um but you know we still got in trouble for it um yeah, so that's my, my <laughs> that, school. That, that's fun. Yeah, I, I think, do we need to take another one?
0: Yeah, band? we'll take one more. Okay. So Don't Nobody Go Nowhere. Don't Nobody Go and Nowhere. And we'll be right back. Okay. Do you know what that's from? No. Don't Nobody Go Nowhere. No? Back to the Future. Oh. I mean, it's not from Back to the Future. It's from the band, you know. Oh, the, the one. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but they, re-in- all right, Got whatever. It. All right, we'll be right back.
1: Adam and I get sent a lot of stuff by companies in hopes that we'll promote it across our platforms. By far, one of the coolest, most unique things we've tried is to hunt a killer. My favorite thing about hunt a killer is that we can play it just the two of us for date night, include friends who come over while we drink some wine and work as a team or even involve our kids is an exciting mind-bending family experience for way less than the cost of going out. And we actually recently did that, and even our teenager, our 14-year-old, stayed home with us and was happy to hang out with us, which was awesome. It's like having an escape room shipped to your door once a month with a different case to solve by sorting through evidence, decoding ciphers, piecing together clues. Those of us who are true crime-obsessed – I am true crime obsessed, no longer have to just listen or watch screaming in frustration from the sidelines, but we can actually feel immersed in the mystery, all while in the comfort of your own home, in your comfy pajamas, never even leaving your house. I can't wait for all of you to try for yourselves how much fun it is and open up your monthly box. It's so exciting. Now you can get 20% off your first box by visiting huntakiller.com slash marriage and put in promo code marriage. Get ready to live out your detective dreams. Huntakiller.com slash marriage, promo code marriage. Get started today. Include your teenagers, your kids, your friends, just the two of you, however you want to do it. It's so fun.
0: All right, so we should talk about kids and us as parents. (laughs) I still laugh every time I think about that.
1: That we're parents,
0: yeah. That we show that we're parents. We have children that we're responsible for Mm -hmm. (laughs) and discipline. Do 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 you think we discipline or do we have strengths, weaknesses? Well, I
1: was gonna. I think this is gonna turn into a little bit of a mini mental load episode.
0: Okay, I can see that. Yeah. All right, I get that.
1: Uh, okay, so what what were your thoughts? Uh, my
0: basic thoughts on this are um, I don't want to sound like that guy or that parent. I don't think our kids are that bad. And I don't see any reason for major disciplinary action yet. They're not teenagers yet. Me is a teenager. But, you know, she's kind of not that kid that we're worried about for that reason. And... As far as discipline goes, I, I'd say we're pretty weak as far as that's concerned. Because number one, I, d- I don't think they do things that deserve major disciplinary actions. And number two, we're selfish. <laughs> and I don't want to like take things away from them because then it's more time that we have to spend with our kids. <laughs> no, but for real, like we always say we're going to take your iPad away or your phone away or whatever. And we don't. And they do things that maybe warrant that. Like, they're being pains in the asses or they're not doing what they're supposed to do as far as either homework or, you know, responsibilities or chores around the house or that kind of thing. Like, that's the level of actions that our kids do that we have to worry about. And when we threaten to take their phones away, we both know we're not going to take their phone away. We never have. And I guess because we know if we do, then what are they going to do? They're going to bother the fuck out of us. Mm -hmm. And that's in the back of my mind every time I hear you say or I say, I'm going to take your phone or I'm going to whatever. And we're like, we're not going to do that. Agree?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Right? Um, I think if something more drastic was done, if they were like out hurting people or doing really bad things, things would be different. And we'd be way more on top of discipline than we are today. What do you think? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's up? <laughs> 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 yeah, you're like okay, you're, you're like uh, Mr. Burnsing right now. A little now, bit, like, a oh. little
1: bit. Okay, I I agree with you. They are not bad kids. We have very listen. Uh, knock on wood. Our kids don't get in trouble in school. They're never the mean kids. They're not bullies. They. We have. I have to say, we admit all the time that we are lacking in parent as parents in so many ways. Our kids are really good human beings. Right. However. Yes. However, they're entitled, spoiled, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how they are going to do in the real world. And that all really scares me in the fact that they're so used to me doing everything for them because, again, we say they're so good. They're such good people. I do way too much for them, and I know that it's easier for me to do it. I, They have chores, they do, but, you know, I've done chore charts, I've done apps, I've tried it all, and at the end of the day, it's sort of like they come home from school, yes, maybe I can get them to walk the dog, or maybe I can get them to empty the dishwasher, but There are certain things like loading the dishwasher and folding the laundry and everything that I don't make them do because it's just, I know I'm going to be super frustrated. But there's also a sense of entitlement that at the end of the day, I am so done and tired of their bullshit about it that I do wish a little bit that I had a support system that I don't have. And that's where the mental load comes in with us because
0: I think you should save that.
1: No, I don't want to save it. I Uh can't because it's very much, this is my, I think right now, I'm not saying always, but right now with a high schooler, a middle schooler and an elementary schooler, this is my biggest part of the mental load with us is that I am dealing with shit all day long. I am dealing with, okay, The biggest one is, uh, all of them give me issues, but the middle child, our middle child, Ian, who is by far the most humanitarian, kind, philanthropic, like everything you could want in a kid he is, but he is a huge pain in the ass. And by the time bedtime comes around, I am screaming my head off at him because everything is. By the
0: time bed com- by t- bedtime comes around? Uh, oh, how about when you wake up in the morning and you're screaming at him? Okay, yeah. It's all day. Okay,
1: everything with him is five more minutes, one more, two more. I need to go to. I think this is a problem. Like nothing I ever nothing say. Nothing is enough Nothing him. is enough. Yes. Nothing is enough. And I say to him, you're going to have a really hard time in life. You better be rich or, you know, find a sugar mama. I don't know what's going to happen. Mama. Sure. <laughs> but he is not going to survive in the real world the way he thinks that things go. Like he today, even he went to the mall with his friends. He's in sixth grade. He goes to the mall with his friends. And he says to me on the way there, you need to put money onto my green light card. And I'm like, hey, excuse me. <laughs>
0: Oh, boy. I'm glad I was not in the car for that one. Yeah.
1: And he's like, "You need, I need I need money on my green light card. And I'm like, whoa, wait a second. And he's right. I mean, he can't go to the mall with no money. But last night, he was a pain in the ass. Today, he's a pain in the ass. Like, a little bit. I'm like, why am I putting my We're not good strategically. Like, he knows he has to walk the dog. But? There are some days he has a test or there are some days he has a tutor. Wh- whatever it is, he will get out of it. And he loves our dogs, loves them. So it's legitimately like a power struggle. Well, like,
0: he loves the good things about the dogs. He does. He he struggles right. with walking them. He doesn't pick right. up the poop. He right. doesn't feed all them. Our kids, he doesn't, yeah. All our
1: kids. They love, love, love the dogs until they have to do something. Right. Jonah wanted a fish so badly. That fish would be dead if I was counting on him to take care of it. Like all these things that we should be so much more strict about and we're not. So, a little bit when when we were growing up or the, the like like back in the day, you know, or even on Instagram, people will post memes that say, you know, wait till your dad comes home and there's a picture of the mom and she's so turned on about the wait till your dad comes home. There's part of me that really wishes that was the case. I really feel like I need someone, I need some leverage on a wait till your dad comes home because our kids are not scared of me. And I I am a screamer, and I scream, and I threaten. I don't actually do it, but I threaten. And I wish that there was somebody who could back me up on that. But nobody is afraid of you. Our kids are not in the least bit afraid of you.
0: Um, I think a little bit. Uh, (laughs) I do. No,
1: you want to be the fun dad. Well, yes, I do. I do want to be the fun dad. Because you don't have a lot of time with them and everything. But I, and like, like you said... Yes, our kids, if, I am not in the least bit concerned with our kids being bad humans or bullies or nothing like that. But I am concerned they're going to get to college and the roommate is going to be like, you are a fucking slob. You have no responsibilities. I'm not living with you anymore.
0: No, I disagree. I think, oh, I, no think I think that those are the things that we try to instill into them and, and tell them that these are the things you have to do. We're just not on top of it enough to make sure that right. they're doing it by themselves That's what I'm saying. I need
1: help, though, because but, I say to them five times a day you need to empty the dishwasher you need to empty the dryer you need to put your clothes away you need to walk the dogs all fucking day long i am saying that to them okay. and you come home in a little bit i would love for them to be like fuck i better do this before dad gets home uh,
0: well if i had to get on top of them for every time that you want to say wait till dad gets so i would never have fun with them i would be yelling at them all the time because you're always saying to me, they didn't do, like, back me up. They didn't do this. Like, don't don't you think a little bit? No? You're looking at me blank-eyed. I,
1: yeah, I don't think you do it at all. I don't think you ever say to them. Like, I don't think they have any fear of you whatsoever.
0: Well, what, they shouldn't have to... F- Fear, as Absolutely. long as they're doing the things that they do for example like just even a month ago as far as responsibilities for the kids with Ian I said okay now it's time that you every Sunday night take out the garbage fine and he's yes. done it every single Sunday and that since helps you to. and that helps you well wait a minute that's not fair it's a responsibility that he's now on top of that that's his chore and he's been doing it every okay but I have time.
1: three kids
0: home every day okay but I can't be like the one that like when you're home with the kids all day Uh, There are times
1: when you get home and it has nothing to do with an actual act that they're doing, but it has to do with the way that they've been treating me and speaking to me and ignoring me. That a little bit when you come home, I would love that you would get so many more blowjobs if you were like, (laughs) no, I'm not kidding. Do you
0: say that? Oh, I I fucking swear to God! (laughs) I I
1: swear to God, if you came home and you were like, don't fucking talk to you. Not maybe not the fucking, but no, I would say fucking and fine. And I've said those things before. You're You're just not around to hear it mm. and.
0: That's not true, and because i've i've done i'm I'm on top of their homework when I get home, I make sure that their homework is done. I make sure that they're brushing their teeth I make sure not that I'm not saying i like I'm the only one you do it too, obviously, but I'm on top of those things too, but it's not the things that you're talking about, so it doesn't i guess get the credit no, it deserves i don't
1: you. I would like a little bit of the fear factor, and I don't think we have that at all when it comes to you.
0: I really don't. I know, I, but I just feel like I would never like that's. I don't want my to kids all to the, fear me. Like your kids don't fear you I, at all. But I get all. I get to see them for a half hour in the morning and an hour at night every single day, like the, and I, the I, weekends. Yeah, yeah. In between activities and in between. So we like. So when I'm with them, that's which is every limited parent time. That's
1: every parent.
0: I I know. I know. Listen, I, I I just don't want to be feared by my kids. You know, with, with the limited time that I have with them. Is that so, is that so horrible? I want them to know that they have to do things to get things done, and if they don't, you're I will make sure.
1: Fear is th- in like they're going to be worried that you're going to like harm them or something. No, no of course no. not. I'm talking about feared in the fact that they know that they have things they have to do. That did you're... you do
0: this on purpose so we'd have a fight? No, this sure? is
1: something that has really been bothering me. Okay, yeah, for sure. All right. Why? No. Why I would just, I just? Why would I want to have a fight with you?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while, so maybe you're like no. wanting to. Oh
1: no, no, no! This is something that really, right now, as as somebody who is, you know, working a lot of the time and has three kids, who are, like you said, not upfront bad kids, but certainly entitled. And feeling a little bit spoiled and not realizing that there's a life after being in this house where you have to be able to be a fully functioning, independent human being, that is all very worrisome and problematic to me. And I feel like I am a little bit fighting that battle alone.
0: I think there's probably certain. Okay. This is getting very into the mental load episode that we're going to be doing. It's very similar
1: to that. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Okay. So staying on just the disciplinary part of this because I don't want to get out too far into what I want to talk about in that episode. Man, how long have we been talking about this episode that's coming up?
1: I don't even know what it is. You're the one who's been planning it. The mental load episode? We did a mental load
0: episode. No, that was with Life Coach Amy. This okay. is about our real like
1: Is anybody interested in that? I don't know.
0: I think very much so oh, because okay. I think a lot of people are going to relate to that. Very I think much. a
1: lot of people relate to this in the fact that one parent wants to be the it's good cop bad cop and that's what you are sort of doing. That's the dynamic you're creating in our household.
0: Well, I I also think um I I think things have been very different since you've started Working,
1: no, but they haven't been. Oh, they're supposed I, to be.
0: I think you're very wrong. Okay, very wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you say a character that I remind <laughs> you of? <laughs> oh man,
0: no, I'm serious. You're jumping off that real quick. Oh, that, huh? oh no, I'm
1: not. This will this. I'm gonna get a lot of bad feedback for this, but it is so true. Is what? there any character you're
0: gonna get a lot of feedback about what
1: about the character that I chose for you? Oh, did you choose a character for me for who I you think in TV or movies? I Don't say mommy dearest.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: Joan Crawford. No more wire hangers ever.
0: No more wire hangers.
1: You never watched Mommy Dearest? No. With Joan Crawford? It's a true story about Joan Crawford. She was the Hollywood actress who she adopted two kids. She was like super mean mom. No. And one of them had wire hangers in her bedroom when she really only wanted these like fancy w. the hangers in the bedroom. Okay. So she took the wire hanger out when her daughter had the wire hanger in her bedroom and she beat her with it. <laughs> no.
0: Really? Faye Dunaway
1: plays her in. The nope. Oh, we need to watch I'm that. Lost. It is such a classic. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it sounds for better phenomenal. or for worse. But I yeah. thought you were going to compare me to Faye no, Dunaway. No, I think. But I, I, although I have, there's no reason to compare me to uh, Faye Dunaway. <laughs> I am not that kind of mom. But well, if
0: you thought I, I would scream, say that, I'm maybe a screamer. There's... I well, would that's... scream
1: no wire hangers ever, but I would never
0: do anything about I it. I thought And
1: I don't give a shit about wire hangers. For so. us. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh,
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> I compared us to modern family with what's their names? Like Cameron their... and No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, um... Claire and Phil? Yeah, Claire and Phil, where I I didn't oh, I can see that. Yeah, where she's like crazy bitch mode, insane bitch mode, nuts, she's out of not her bitch mind, mo- irrational, yeah, okay, cra- okay. No, but you know what I'm saying. Like she's the loud vocal one, and he's kind of the funny setback, fun dad kind of guy. Yeah, but
1: at least he sits his kids down and has like a real talk with them.
0: Yeah, because if somebody wrote a script. <laughs> <laughs>
1: totally. No, I think about that all the time. I'm like, I, I if he's not going to scream at them, at least have it be like the full house or growing pains where like the mu- the music comes on and you're like,
0: <laughs> listen, son, I I see, just want to tell you're you You're so why. wrong because I do no, have don't. those sit-downs no, with don't. them. I do. You're just not there.
1: Oh, Okay, where am I?
0: In your room, on your phone, doing your Instagram stuff, okay. not paying attention to anybody in the okay. house, and I am taking care of okay. everything.
1: All right. What do you want to say? know the character I said? I, I get the Claire and Phil. That makes a lot of sense. I think you look a little bit like Phil Claire Dunphy. And Phil? Claire and Phil Dumphy. Yes. Claire and Phil. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I think you look a little bit like him. You remind me a little yeah. bit of him. I get it. I get that. That's a good comparison. Okay. Mine is Thank better. You. So I said uh, Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh.
0: I never saw Winnie the Pooh.
1: You've never, I've s- never watched it, and you've never read a Winnie the Pooh book, probably. But okay, so Eeyore, if I'm correct, he's the one. He's like the blue character, like the donkey. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know. Oh, go fuck yourself <laughs> for that one. I'm gonna get so much bad feedback. You for should. This. You're not okay. Nice. But I had to be honest, and this is the first thing that came to my mind was Eeyore. It literally. You have there's not where where they're like oh, that's he's dad he's so sweet he's such a nice guy and Man. no I'm not kidding a little bit I want my kids to be listen I'm sorry I know it sounds like leave it to Beaver
0: because I am not as. Crazy, no, insane, it's not crazy. Yelling like you, no, we're saying the same thing. But I am. No,
1: you're not saying of the same I am. thing. I'm saying, yeah. If, if okay. they're doing something wrong, how are you saying the same thing when you're like, listen, calm okay. down? Okay, first of all, you're you're
0: you're exaggerating. No, I'm not. No, situation. I'm not. That's
1: what it sounds like to me. <laughs> yeah, that's what it yeah. sounds
0: I like. Yeah, I walk in, I say, okay, yes, okay. yes. Calm down, Or uh,
1: did you want that iPhone upgrade? Will you, I know you wanted <laughs> oh, it. Are you thinking about I can take you right now. Yeah. We don't say, have to wait till tomorrow. You don't need to earn it. Right. Just S- get this it now.
0: totally realistic, right, everybody? Well, that's like, what you do. Yeah. When they're in trouble, I say, do you want the iPhone upgrade?
1: Well, you've done that recently. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Our son wanted totally the iPhone, and I told contest. him he had to earn it, and you said, no, you have, we have an upgrade. There's no reason he has to earn it.
0: hmm That simple. Kind of. I can't wait for the mental load You don't have to wait. Say it now. No, 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 no. Okay. We're almost out of time, so I can't even So what do you think we need
1: to do moving forward?
0: I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Do you? There you
1: go. Yes, I am extremely concerned that our kids are going to be... Okay, when I moved in with Sarah, my roommate, Mm -hmm. she would say... And I had a lot of... I was a very responsible person. I made money. I bought us stuff. I did, but I was a slob for sure. Like I was a slob, but I, I was redeeming in the fact that like she wanted to go out to dinner. I would pay sometimes for us to go out to dinner. Would she do the dishes that night? Yes. But I was making money. So I, I am worried that our kids are just going to be blacklisted as far as like college housing. And because they don't have, again, super awesome human beings, But I am worried that they do not have any kind of direction and, like, responsibility as far as discipline
0: goes. Okay. Um, I think you're partially right and partially wrong. Number one. Human beings. Would you say our oldest is as bad? She's the worst. Really? She
1: is the most response. I mean, she is going to, I think, change the course of humanity with her goodness and everything, and her.
0: Well, I disagree. I think advocacy. Two years ago, we couldn't get her out of bed to go to school. We couldn't get her to shower. We couldn't get her to do brush her teeth. She could now. I mean. She's up on her own every single morning. She dresses herself. Obviously, she's 14 years old. She, she gets dressed and picks out her clothes every morning. She has her own breakfast. She's getting more and more independent no, she's as she's getting older. No, she's a wonderful
1: person. Okay, right. She's a slob. She has dishes in her okay, room from seven days ago.
0: Okay, but that comes from you. So you can't like yeah. yell at her too hard from okay, that. Okay, but so I bribed everybody to not
1: <laughs> care about that because I bought them dinner. Exactly. Right. Yeah. My
0: point is... No, they're wonderful humans. Our boys are 8 and 11. They're still learning. It's still a progress. They're still spoiled brat kids that are learning in the process. And by the time they are 14, 15, 16 and older, it takes time Yeah, they to need know somebody
1: to say, you need to do this. They
0: can't get jobs yet. They can't understand making their own money yet. They can't understand the value of a dollar yet. So... I think until it's that time, you can't put life lessons on them that harshly. I
1: completely disagree. I
0: know you do. Completely I'm, I'm trying. I think we're trying to as they're getting older and by the time, just like what happened with Mia, it's a progressive change. It's a progressive advancement in their lives. Look where she is now versus what you could have been saying about her three years ago. And that's exactly where Ian is today, and Jonah will be in five years from now. Okay. Damn right. Okay. Ah, I don't agree. I know you don't.
1: No, I don't. <laughs> like I said, they are amazing human beings. They they need more discipline and direction. Do you want me to call you? You are in bed tonight. You want me <laughs> to go, <"Ee-ho." laughs> Speaking of which, discipline in the bedroom. Do you, would you want me to tell you how bad you are, how naughty you are? No bad Disciplinarian, <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> no, really, that doesn't turn you on. No,
0: no, I've really, been told, uh, no, because I've been told I'm bad all my life. I want to be good, <laughs> really.
1: So, you want me to say no, how good you are? Yeah
0: be, yeah, be like, oh my god, you're so tall. Yeah, but then so what nice. about the
1: spanking? Does that go with the spanking? Like, well, I don't you're like bad?
0: being spank- I like spanking. I don't like no,
1: you like being spanked.
0: When was the last time you did that? I, I think you've tried it twice. Maybe. I don't think it's a thing. Oh. No, oh. no, I like this. I like to be the spank or.
1: Spank-or. Yes,
0: you are the spanky.
1: Oh, Apache and the So you don't want to be told how bad you are. No. I'm like, that's a thing. Uh, no. Like, you're naughty. You're so naughty.
0: No, I like doing, obviously, naughty things. Right, But, but you I don't, don't want like me
1: to told. tell you how naughty you are. That wouldn't turn you on. No. God, I'm so sorry, Janet.
0: <laughs> oh, She's not listening anymore. Okay, good. She's, she's done. <laughs> she's
1: done. After 15 minutes, she's like, I'm over Yeah, she's it. done. Yeah. No, um, I, li- no, I I like, like the naughty thing.
0: I know, but listen, I as as we all know, I am not the talker in bed. Yes, I'm much better than I used to be, and I find it kind of fun now. But I, I, maybe baby steps. You know, like I'm like now. I'm at least talking. I don't know if I want you talking to me. You want me to tell you how
1: naughty you are? No, I like bad.
0: No, really, I don't think so. I never thought about it, so I don't know, but I don't think
1: so So no b d s m you don't want me to whip you or
0: oh uh, yeah, I could do that
1: oh well i have to tell you how naughty you are if you I'm not whipping you saying you were you did a great job putting our kid in time out today
0: <laughs>
1: like in uh
0: like in uh, billions billions, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. on that note, everybody, please um wherever you Janet to if your, you could rate and <laughs> review that'd be fantastic <laughs> wherever you listen to your podcast please rate and review give that little five-star rating right there <laughs> thanks so much and um go to manager martinis.com oh
1: yeah the date night questions sign up for night questions yeah but well, we've yeah they're getting kind of famous the people. date night questions yeah. yeah
0: but yeah so go to the go to the website Go to MaddenMartinis.com, scroll down to the bottom, put your email address Scrotum in. Scroll down to the bottom. We do not sell your email address. Don't worry. No. We You're don't not going to get crazy shipping. It. It. It's just so if you want to get questions. our emails, which we send only once a uh, maybe a week, two weeks, three weeks, because we're not... Uh, on uh,
1: one to two weeks. We never go longer than two okay. weeks.
0: But really good, fun stuff that Danielle writes on there. Uh-huh. And that I take so much time creating and no, editing. No, you don't. even and, fucking like it. Uh, <laughs> 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 listen to the date night questions. It's kind of what- You don't listen to them. You read them. You read those. Yes. Yes, that would be great. Because that's what we're talking about in this episode. Um, Usually, it's the questions that we're answering that you and your spouse should go out and- listen to i'm not listening to but talk about blah 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 thank you you so much love you guys have a great night